Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Now is a great time to do a touring car racing update. Thanks to Burson Auto Parts, we know auto parts, and who better to chat to following the awesome TCR round at Phillip Island than the current series leader, the one and only Tony Delberto. Boy, what's that music? <laughs> what is that, Mimsy? Because he's the godfather of TCR. The godfather of TCR. Oh. I just, righto. I've got it I, I mean, if, if you've never met Tony Delberto, folks, he's not the most intimidating looking guy. He's not quite the godfather. <laughs> he's of TCR, he's, though. Put him in a Honda <laughs> Civic and he's deadly. He is. Well, leading the championship. Hey, Tony D, congratulations, mate. That was... Uh, that was an outstanding effort across the weekend, and there's nothing better than than leaving Phillip Island with a car that's in in all in its uh, 100% the way it showed up off the truck, and you're leading the championship. So well done. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, there's a few bruises on the old Honda Civic. Um, TCR racing just so it can be quite brutal, and especially when you got uh, some angry boys behind me trying to get past and. Uh, yeah, we fended them off and got some good points over the weekend. So, yeah, really strong weekend for, for the team. Obviously, Fabs, my teammate, got a couple of wins, um, and we walked away with the championship lead. So it was it was very, very good. Um, you know, it's obviously early days in the championship, but um, I'd rather be first than 10th and, and trying to, <laughs> you know, gain those points back over the next few rounds. So early days, though. Won't get too excited just yet. Well, uh, speaking of the top 10, mate, um, there's a whole bunch of young guys like Jordan Cox and, and Jack Souter, who's who's been fast. Dylan O'Keefe, Nathan Morecambe, Josh Buchan is there. Well, like Josh a, was. It's like a Jake was. Not anymore. <laughs> no, he wasn't. But I'm talking top 10 here. Uh, but, mate, you're, uh, how does it feel to be the veteran of, amongst the top 10? <laughs> That's kind. Hey, Ouch. Fabs is older than me. True, yeah, but, uh, but but it's it's cool, you know. I mean, obviously, we all go through that phase of being the young guys and then being mm. sort of, you know, the established, and then and then it moves on, and you see the young guys come in. I mean, it's you must be seeing that uh, as you progress year on year at the moment with with all of your driving, and, and you know, not only that, but we'll, and we'll touch on the GT stuff uh, soon as well. Yeah, I mean, the, the level of competition in TCR is bloody high. You know, I was actually having a chat today with um, Caruso and just saying to him, mate, I don't know about you, but I am driving the wheels off this thing. I couldn't drive any harder to try and keep up. Are, are you the same? And he said, yeah, I think it's just the style of car that these TCR cars are. Um, but, you know, you do see these young guys having big cracks in the race, and you think, yeah, I probably would have done that when I was 18, but I probably won't do it now <laughs> because if I spend it, I'm going to pay for it. Um, but, yeah, the, the racing is fierce. There's some really good up-and-comers. Um, and then, you know, there's guys like myself, Moff, Caruso, um, that, you know, it's sort of trying to hang on to them. Um, and I suppose a little bit more established in our, our driving careers, but they're certainly adept of talent and they're fast like super fast and, and not not shy to have a go. So um, I think the category is super tough. It really is. It's hard work out there. Well, are you surprised at the success of Fabian Coulthard? You've obviously been teammates at DJR. You know he can drive, but, mm. you know, a, a difficult uh, introduction to the category at Tassie, but, boy, did he find his wings on the weekend. Yeah, he, he certainly did. I mean, 
after Tassie, he was sort of umming and ahhing whether he wanted to do it again. And I said, look, Tassie's just not really probably the circuit for these cars, that, you know, to really highlight how good they can be. So try and do Phillip Island and see what you think. And that's probably the worst advice I ever gave him because <laughs> from my point of view anyway. <laughs> he grew a third leg, didn't he? Uh, he absolutely did. Like uh, those guys on that side of the garage were super fast. And Fabs, though, like he has always been really strong at Phillip Island. I'm not sure why it clicks for him, but even against like Scotty Mack in his DJR days and, he always performed really well at Phillip Island. So he was the, the one to catch. And it's probably the biggest strength for him over the weekend was his opening laps. Like he got around the guys on those cold tyres better than anyone else. And um, that's a bit of a skill. So he's definitely picked it up really, really quick. So it's pushing me um, harder and harder. I've got to find a few more tents, try and catch him. But that's only a good thing. Mate, uh, and you're right because I spent a fair bit of time in your garage watching my young fella race in uh, mm. in Trans Am. So spent a bit of time there with you, your dad, and Fabs, obviously. And and that was something that um, he struggled with quite a bit down in Tasmania is just the rear of, of a TCR car, being front-wheel drive, and how loose and sketchy they are. He That's what he struggled with most at Simmons Plains. And, and I think you're right, It's Simmons Plains is a hard track because there's – there's not a lot of long loaded corners to be able to get temp mm. into the rear tyres. So do you think that worked to his favour at Phillip Island, even though it's a very fast track and the last thing you want is a twitchy car at Phillip Island? Yeah, uh, definitely did. I mean, we also had a, a new tyre at Phillip Island um, in TCR, so a slightly softer compound. Mm. Um, so it didn't make the opening laps as sketchy, um, but it certainly, um, like when you come from predominantly doing rear-wheel drive, driving, um, you know, the front wheel drive, as soon as you do get a bit taily, you, you, you sort of got to switch that part of your brain off and just keep your foot into it and keep pointing the front wheels where you want to go. And it's, it's just not very natural. So, uh, you know, for Fabs to get on top of that so quickly is, is pretty impressive. I know he's been doing a bit of sim work, though. I know he's been doing a bit of sim wow. stuff before Phillip Island, so maybe that, uh, that helped him out. But, no, it's good. It's really good to see him, you know, like, He's been getting compared to a lot of drivers like a Lee Holdsworth last year who came to TCR and won the opening round. And, you know, people ask, you know, are you going to be the next Lee Holdsworth? And he's like, no, no, I'm going to be the next Fabian Coulthard. You know what he's like. And uh, yeah. to come out and be so strong over the weekend and, and prove probably a few doubters that, you know, think that he can't drive anymore. He's just suddenly forgotten. Um, yeah. But hello, guys, I'm, I'm still here. So, um, yeah, it was really good to see. He got a bit of confidence back. And we're going to see him by the sound of it back at Bathurst as well. So that's that's going to be exciting. I, there was it was funny at the start of the year, Tony D, when he got put into that stand car. I got a couple of phone calls from people and said, "Oh, you know, why would they put Fabian in instead of me?" And yada yada yada. You, you get that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I said to a few of them, "Don't for one second that this is going to be a one round deal." I mm. I had an inkling that he was going to come back, whether he even knew it. I thought that it would be such a good commercial thing for the category and for Fabian and for wow. Stan. It, it, it had to go on. So I'm glad he's coming back for Bathurst because he, he's obviously done well at Phillip Island. Yeah, I mean, I think from the first round, um, and I, I'm not really speaking out of school here at all, you know, I think it really was just the opening round. He was, he was going to do that round. But um, I think it was so good for Stan to have their own car 
Mm. And so, so much good publicity for the category. I mean, they want to have these top supercar guys in there and I suppose spruiking about the championship. Mm. So, you know, it, what better guy to have than he's, he's the freshest guy out of supercars, you know? Um, and we all know he's got a big following. So I, I think he's um, a really good addition to the championship. And now he's got a couple of wins under his belt. You won't be able to get him out of that seat now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I think he'll be there. But especially now that he's had the win and he's climbing in the championship, I reckon you'll yeah. see him for the rest of the year. Um, let's let's switch gearboxes, go across to your other ride for the weekend, which is in the Australian GT Championship. Uh, literally jumped out of the Honda front-wheel drive <laughs> um, with the helmet on. Massive horsepower. Grabbed the trophy, um, then jumped back over the fence. Literally, I'm not. this is not I'm making that up. You literally jumped over the fence and jumped uh, into the Lamborghini for the Australian GT Championship. Didn't do too bad. I mean, 14th. Yeah. Were you frustrated by that, happy with that? Well, What's that kind of result for you? Well, in, in race one, yeah, we finished 14th. We had um, two drive-through penalties, uh, unfortunately. Mm. One one for uh, Adrian passed under yellow. Oops. And the second one, we well, actually did readdress it, so I don't get that, but anyway. Um, <laughs> the second one was we didn't stop in the pits for long enough. We were a couple of seconds short now on our pit stop. So I just kept doing drive throughs for the for the team. So that was no good on Saturday. <laughs> I got very good at my my uh, my pit lane entry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, race race two on Sunday, you know, we finished the TCR race and for you've probably spoken to, to other TCR guys and they might have mentioned how hot these TCR cars are. Like they yes. just have no airflow. Yeah. Um, so you're just sweating and not they're not physically hard to drive, but they're just so hot. And then I jumped out, jumped the fence. We had to get Adrian to drive the car around um, to the grid. We got special dispensation to do that and jumped in the GT car. And, like, I had two minutes to, to sit in the grid and sort of gather, gather my thoughts and go. And they're just completely different worlds. They, they really are. Um, but Sunday's race, like, we finished eighth, um, which, you know, might not sound amazing, but for, for where we're at as a, as a team, um, it, was, it was pretty reasonable. So... Um, we, we sort of used it as a bit of a shakedown where we're going to do the Bathurst 12-hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just a, a race for Adrian to shake off some cobwebs and for the team as well. So we get ourselves set for the next one, which will be the, the big uh, 12-hour event at Bathurst. Stevie J? No. Oh, did you want me to ask the next question? Well, mate, I've asked the last two, so hey, we have I don't the, want to We had the same honk. problem on our podcast as well. Grant will look at me and I'll look at him and then, oh, shit, someone's going to ask a question. But, uh, <laughs> but actually, that's a, that was interesting that you were saying that you were going to do the 12-hour, mate. So that's obviously uh, not that far away. So, I mean, yeah. how – and you're saying, you know, you don't need to blow any cobwebs up cobwebs out because you've been doing some driving but you know adrian how long has it been since he's actually been in the seat competitively oh he well yeah that's right probably I mean, put you on did, the spot uh, here you have a little bit i think it was easter last year maybe yeah it was his last uh race i'm just trying to think um but I mean, either way, that's a long time at the end of last year yeah so he hasn't done a huge amount over the last sort of two years um, so just trying to get him, you know, confident back in the car and uh, in the swing of things, really. So yeah. you're right. I mean, for, for us, we're racing sort of all the time. But for those guys, you know, that are businessmen during the week and full-on, you know, businessmen, um, it's probably the last thing that they think about. And then yeah. they have to try and switch over to race car driver mode. And it's often not that easy to do that and, and switch off the rest of their life. So 
Um, but he's all keen. We're we're ready to go. And the, you know, the I'm so glad the Toyota is going ahead uh, this year, even though we probably won't have the international flavour. But there seems to be a lot more excitement around GT racing here in Australia now. Like it, it seems to be kicking off again, like it, like we've seen you know, three or four years ago with good grids of cars. Because um, we did go through quite a lull there of, you know, the rock up to the track and it'd be three or four GT3 cars, and then there'd be you know, a few career cup cars or something just to pad the grid out, and it was really not that flash. So, well, all, I think that was when news. it was being run by people who were trying to bend the rules to their own advantage, who were driving and all that kind of stuff. But I think with the introduction yeah. of SRO, of which Stefan Rotelli, who is the the, the true godfather of uh, <laughs> of GT, he was there over the weekend, and I think since SRO have gotten involved and really made sure that the rules were incredibly stable and all that kind of stuff. That's when all yeah. these gazillionaires have brought their cars out to play. Yeah, it, it's a, I think it gives those guys a bit of confidence that there's um, some support from the category. You know, um, yeah. they like to sort of rub shoulders with the big leagues as well. Um, yeah. So it's just good to see everyone getting exciting, excited about you know, GD3 racing because, man, they are awesome cars. Like... On the weekend, uh, or before the weekend, Adrian asked if I wanted to do the race with him. And I thought, oh, it might compromise what I'm doing in TCR. But then I thought, I can't say no to driving a GT3 car. Seriously. <laughs> like, you know, you don't get those opportunities that often. So yeah, you got to yeah, grab yeah. them with both, with both hands. So and When I drove a GT3 car as well, it's, it's track dependent. You sure. know, I raced... I raced with Steve McLaughlin in his Audi uh, at Adelaide and a few other races, and Philip Allen as well. And... You know, as much as we were fast at Adelaide, um, you know, we were quickest in practice and, you know, up there in the top four for qualifying. Um, I would still prefer to drive a supercar around like the streets of Adelaide, you know, just... Yeah, just I agree. The car suits it better, you know. You, you can mm. use the bumps and curbs better. The GT3 car doesn't like that stuff. So right. it does... Hey, you know, you I, do, you think, do you think the you same? Cringe. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think it's... It's one of those things where it's track specific, and Phillip Island is a ma- magical place for an aero dependent car like a GT3 car. Yep. I haven't driven a GT3 car at Bathurst though. TD, you might be able to give us an idea there, but um, I still think a supercar on its day with new tyres and handling well is pretty hard to beat around Bathurst. That surprises me. You've never driven a GT3 car around Bathurst? No. I've got to tell you. If there's anyone out there that is entering the 12-hour that is now looking for a spare driver, <laughs> the great man, I mean, Tony D, you, you'll back me up here. The great man has trimmed down a treat. He's looking fit oh. and healthy. Hadn't he, hasn't he trimmed up, eh? I was thinking that on the weekend when I saw you outside the, uh, the Trans Am pits there. Yeah, you know, 25 kilos. Thinking, Bloody hell. Nice <laughs> I've, and you know, I found um, every and I found every single one of them. But uh, <laughs> you'd be you'd be <laughs> you'd be very good in a GT3 car around Bathurst now that you've mm. trimmed up. I reckon Stevie J. So if there's any multi gazillionaires out there that are wanting a uh, a name in a car and talent, mate, just, he's available. I just need a prince. Need be, I just need a prince. That's all I need. A, a bronze driver or something like that, because every team needs an amazing bronze driver. Well, what yep. would you be, Steve? Are you bronze or no? At worst, I'm silver. So, which is, mm. which is still, I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. changed how it's, how it ro- rolls now, doesn't it, TD? So maybe, maybe I can apply. Maybe you I, should, you should be making you know, some phone should, calls, big boy. <laughs> you, if you can actually like speak to like Ken Collier and, uh, you know, have a chat to him about it because they do review it and mm. depending on, mm. you know, your age and bits and pieces, um, it does get reviewed because most guys, like I'm silver, 
Um, but most of the teams have silver drivers basically yep. coming out of their backside. There's so many of us. Mm. But then to try and find a really good bronze is very difficult. Someone like a Liam Talbot, everyone wants him because he's fast and he's reliable yep. and safe for a hand. Yeah. But there's not many of them. Teddy, we've uh, we've taken up far too much of your time, mate. But uh, thanks so much for joining us and congratulations again on a. Uh, well, a top effort at Phillip Island. And I know that Bathurst is... Championship a, leader. Championship leader, yeah. Should point that out. But um, I know Bathurst is... Actually, because Bathurst is a bit of a bogey track, yeah. You kind of been put a bit of time in the sim trying to figure out what you're going to do I there. Might have to. Mate, I go might on have Fabs' to. sim. You might have to fly to Queensland and jump on Fabs' <laughs> sim, see what's, what's going on there. Um, yeah, it hasn't been a happy hunting ground for the Hondas over the last year there because they had two events there last year. Um so fingers crossed, maybe maybe BOP changes will be favourable and we can we can uh, have a good round because we've got two events here this year, so it has to sort yep. of be a strong track for maybe us. The tire, well, we'll maybe the tire, maybe the tire, the new tire might help you out there, TD, possibly. Yeah, potentially. I think we need a few more uh, a few more kilowatts down the straight. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better than a kilowatt. Hey, hey, before we let you go, just quickly, it's a, it's a question I forgot to ask. Has it been announced? Are you driving with DJR? This year in the Mustang, are we going to see you in that? Has it been announced or have I missed it? Oh, I don't know. No, nothing's been announced, but I, I did drive it the other day at a ride day. So, well, that's um, good. Well, that's it? a good sign. That's a good sign. Right, because I saw Alex Prema was sniffing around pretty hard, and uh, it doesn't look hey, like he's going to get a run. No, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, ho- hopefully uh, everything can be locked away soon. But yeah, they, they gave me the keys at Sydney Motorsport Park, so I think they still like me. <laughs> I tell you one thing: when 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 you say, "Yeah, I'm not really sure," but hopefully soon, yeah, yeah. he in. knows. Absolutely, he knows. He, he just won't tell us. That's the media. That's the media <laughs> answer you just gave us. Yeah. <laughs> when we hang up the phone in a minute, it'll go. Yeah, I'm locked in, boys. Just oh. don't tell anyone. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Tone. If I if I see uh, if I see announcement of DJR uh, Enduro period on the on the ne- on the next edition of Parked Up Plus by Fogs, uh, yeah, we'll know yeah. we'll know that we'll you hold it out on us. <laughs> we'll be dirty. But uh, no, speaking of Parked Up, though, make sure you do jump on and check out uh, Tony and Grant Rowley's fantastic podcast. Go to parkedup.com.au. They do have an, another new. Sub podcast of that parked up plus with some motorsport news, a bit more serious with uh, folks from Auto Action jumping on board there. But uh, mate, you've been incredibly generous with your time. Go well at Bathurst, and hopefully we'll see you trackside pretty soon. Thanks, boys. Appreciate uh, you having me on the show. I always, if, I've always, uh, if I get the call up from you guys, I must have done something right. That is for sure. So thank you. <laughs> that was our touring car racing update for Burton Auto Parts. They're known for first class knowledge and service. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba da ba ba ba. Available after 10 30 a.m. for a limited time only.